Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. He's been on the TB12 method since he was six. She's on her third scotch. They are Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff, taking over mornings here on CBS Sports Radio. A game that nobody thought would be as close and exciting as it ended up being. Last night, the Chiefs escaped MetLife Stadium in front of tons and tons of celebrities, of (laughs) course. But... While Patrick Mahomes Perloff had to do everything he could at the end of that game, including some really big runs, getting bailed out with a couple calls, all of it, ultimately, the Jets made the Chiefs sweat a little bit. This is where you and I don't agree. I I thought that the Chiefs definitely found themselves all of a sudden in a bit of a dogfight. If the Jets actually had a better quarterback on the other side, it may have really been a moment to test the will of the Chiefs. I really don't think so. I think if the Chiefs were going against a better quarterback, they would have played that whole game differently. First of all, Patrick Mahomes just got cocky. I mean, he was the first quarter, he was throwing it anywhere he wanted it, and it was landing perfect place. It was classic Mahomes. And then he's like, well, you know, I can do anything. And he started backpedaling and throwing the ball loosely, really at three picks. Yeah. Uh, one was called back. Here's what the Chiefs need to do. They need to run Isaiah Pacheco every play. That so dude... Good. That dude, uh, there was a tweet that I love says he's angry at the ground when he runs. His feet <laughs> just stomped the ground so hard. So I think that they need to learn how to close out games. Week one, we saw them against the Lions. They were ahead. They couldn't close that game out either. There's something going on. It's typical Andy Reid who loves to pass the ball. I think the Chiefs are fine. I think they were sort of playing with their food last night. But they did close the game out. I mean, they did close. And after Zach Wilson yeah. fumbled the snap, they went on a seven-play drive that salted the game away. Again, some big Mahomes right. runs, some uh, penalties that went in their favor. If the final score was 30-20, to 20, Patrick Mahomes basically slid with a minute and a half left, and they ran out the clock. Yeah. He was at the one-yard line, could have walked into the end zone. It'd be 30-20, to 20, and I don't think we'd be talking about this game like it was a near miss for the Chiefs. Because I never really thought they were in trouble, and I never really thought the Jets... We're going to win that game. Well, and that's also because of Zach Wilson, who now, because he put together a couple drives, you know, basically a, a two and a, a two drives, like two good drives in the game-ish. Now it's like, hey, guys, hold on. We might have something here. You know, and I'm not trying to be a hater. I just could never understand after Aaron Rodgers goes down after uh, with the Achilles in week one, why the Jets didn't do more to address the quarterback situation. You wait till after week three to bring in Trevor Simeon. That's not the answer. And you just hate hate to see a wasted season because this defense is so good. They is are, Pearl. Is they it? Are. I mean, the Chiefs put up 17 in the first quarter. They had no problem when the game, when they thought it was, the game was close, the Chiefs stormed right down the field. The first two drives, Jets defense didn't look scary to me. No, but then the, the Jets defense, like, 
turned it up. Now, you think it's because the Chiefs put the, took their foot off the gas. That's not they what did. great teams do, though, and the Chiefs are a great the Chiefs, team. No, the Chiefs love to do that, especially a meaningless week four game against the Jets. They totally fell asleep at the wheel there. Uh, can we hear from Robert Sala, please, Pete? This would be cut four on Zach Wilson improving. Uh, you know what? <clears throat> uh, decision-making. Uh, I shouldn't say decision-making. He's always, he's always a good decision-maker. The, the decisiveness at which he was making his decisions, uh, he was letting it rip. Um, you know, he, I thought he did a really, really nice job. I think that, you know, Robert Sala's back is about to go out from reaching so hard on that one. The decision-making is good. It's not. And, you know, listen, he lost focus, Zach Wilson did, and took his eye off the ball, and that's what led to the snap, the fumbled snap. And that's ultimately when the Jets looked their most dangerous, and it just all went away with about six minutes left to go in the game. Well, yeah, he lost focus because the guy was about to clobber him. That's true. For one thing. Uh, he did make some nice throws. You know what does impress me? Zach Wilson to Garrett Wilson. I think that's more of Garrett Wilson, though, the Jets' so second-year receiver. He's so good, and Zach can throw to him. I mean, and he actually had some nice throws to Alan Lazard. He can move a little bit. That's one thing that Zach Wilson will give you that you could bring in a veteran. Kirk Cousins, for example, behind that line, he might be a sitting duck. So Zach Wilson can move a little bit. It's not the worst fit I've ever seen. He was okay. I'm not going to say good. He was okay. But here's the problem. You're not going to win any games here. So what are you doing? Where are you building towards the future? Is this all about getting Aaron Rodgers back next year? Then Zach Wilson would be his backup. But I kind of agree with you. I don't see the long-term fit here. In fact, if you're a Jets fan, Pat Boyle said it perfectly. Ooh, is this the worst-case scenario where Zach Wilson's okay and we stick with him for the next five years? No, see, here's the thing. You've got a situation coming up where you're going to have to decide whether to pick up his fifth-year option because he's a first-round draft pick. And, uh, spoiler, they're not going to do that because why would you pay Zach Wilson $20 million? That's basically what the fifth-year option would be. Rodgers comes in next year. I'll tell you what's going to happen. Rodgers is going to come in next year. Rodgers has got how many guys could be his backup? He's got like at least three or four guys in the league who could be his backup. That's what's going to happen, and Zach Wilson's going to be gone. Well, Tim Boyle's already there as a longtime backup. Yeah, but there's other guys who have been in Hackett's system, like Brett Rippon and these other dudes. You could have another backup there. Yeah, I, I feel like Jets can't quit Zach Wilson. I think he's back. <laughs> ego. So if they don't sign him to that fifth-year option, they can still bring him back, right? Well, he'll just play out the fourth year. Right. Yeah, they could do that. It'll be cheap. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Zach Wilson is going to be in a Jets uniform for some time. Honestly, I I think the Aaron Rodgers optimism is crazy. People are ignoring the fact, just because I see him on the sideline last night and he's tossing a ball around, he's going to be a 40-year-old quarterback coming off an Achilles, and I don't care how miracle his cure is. This is a bad situation for the Jets at quarterback. Like, it doesn't seem like there's a way out. There's some major delusion going on about Aaron Rodgers. Now, listen, he deserves the right to prove all of us wrong, right? He said, bring me your doubters, and I'm going to prove everyone wrong. Count me, and I think Perloff, as two doubters about a guy coming off an Achilles at 40. But he maintains he wants to come back this season, which just seems crazy and also worthless. Um and I, but I think the Jets are so in with Rodgers, like in for a penny, in for a pound. What's that cliche? They've married themselves so much to him. The leadership, he's going to be back with the team after the bye. Like they, I, I don't think they've thought about life after Rodgers. Totally agree. The thing we disagree about is Aaron Rodgers' mustache is is gorgeous. Yeah, I don't you guys know what your problem so is with off that. On this. It's, <laughs> It's nearly perfect. That dude can grow a mustache. I don't know if he's going to come back from his Achilles injury, (laughs) but that dude's facial hair is on point. Yeah, if the uh, 
if the tendons could attach as well as the <laughs> hair on the top of the lip, then this dude would be back by I, week 10. I think that mustache is helping him heal in a <laughs> spiritual way yeah, because that's what he's all about. Yeah, he does. He does take his cues from the universe. Uh, 855-212-4CBS. But yeah, Pat, was this our poll question today? Why do guys love mustaches? Something like that. I, I haven't put one up. I don't think we agreed on one before. Is that what we want to do? Do we want to go with? <sighs> this is really off of Aiden O'Connell. Right. Well, Maggie. Quarterback from the Raiders. But Maggie hates Aiden O'Connell, the Raiders quarterback's mustache. Yeah. But I got to tell you, Aiden O'Connell without a mustache isn't exactly Jimmy Garoppolo anyway. Listen, <laughs> no one's Garoppolo, but. I think you're getting fixated on O'Connell's gym, seventh grade gym class mustache. I think we got to throw that one as an outlier. I gave you Tom Selleck. I said. Rogers' was, mustache is is gorgeous. Guys, yeah, this is something amazing. that guys, this is a lie that guys tell other guys. Not a lie. You probably, You guys probably believe it. It's a. It's something that guys tell other guys. Hey, cool mustache, and every woman is just like. Bleh. Are yeah. you saying guys might say that in a, to get a competitive advantage? If you go, say you go to the bar, <laughs> yes. and you say to say your buddy, hey, that mustache looks great, because you know that women aren't going to like it. Is that what's going on here? <laughs> Maybe for some of you, the more the most competitive amongst you. Is that a Machiavellian Maggie move to <laughs> yeah. encourage your no. friends to look bad? This is what it is. You guys have heard of beer goggles. Right. This is a term that you use once you've sure. been drinking that, you know, the, the woman looks more attractive than she is or whatever. Sounds familiar. Yeah. This is you guys have mustache goggles like you think the mustache looks better than it is. And it's just your judgment is clouded. It's, something's going on with your brains. Well, you know what, Maggie? I want to tell every girl that I see with a slicked bun and gold hoop earrings. You know, it's <laughs> sweet, sweet look. You're only the 83rd girl I've seen wear that today. <laughs> I would love to watch that in person with you tell a girl that. And she will just about face so hard. Can we share, by the way, Maggie and I, we had a real, we got into it this morning. Taylor Swift. I think Taylor Swift, I, I said to Maggie, well, how come Taylor Swift has no fashion sense? And she did not like that. <laughs> Listen, I'm not even a Swifty, but I mean, she she's going to a football game. She's wearing short shorts, leather boots, and a leather jacket. What is she supposed to wear to the game? Like a ball gown? My 13-year-old daughter says to me, we were having the same discussion that Taylor Swift dresses like a mom. Yeah, and I took that personally because I am a mom. I know. Well, <laughs> like, I didn't like I didn't me. know how to say that. I was wondering when I told you that if you'd be offended by that. Well, listen, I die to look like that. Are you crazy? I mean, I'm if that's what moms are looking like these days, then I feel really cool and also very sad for my mom group because we don't look like that. We don't dress like that. Whoever the girl was that that had the bright orange pants, that those that was my favorite outfit. I, and I feel like if you're Taylor Swift, do you need to stand out even more than no. usual? I think Guys, marketing, the red lipstick is her thing. That's just all. That's not going anywhere. I think marketing people want her to look relatable. I think that's Taylor Swift's whole thing. So they don't have her wearing some high fashion outfit. You no, think right. Daisy Dukes are relatable? I don't yes. know. Uh, walk not around New women, York City right now. <laughs> not a lot of women can pull that at all. I don't know. It's not like she's going to go down the runway. She always looks like that. And her haircut, I'm sorry. This is because her haircut is as plain Jane as possible. I mean, what is she supposed to have? Like, well, I don't know. She look looks it silly. If she, went, if she came in and she was all, like, dolled up and looking look, like she was going to, to the cool. Oscars, everyone would be making fun of her about that. Try and look cool. I don't know. I think she was. <laughs> I don't think she looked cool. My daughter judges her so bad. She's a pop star. Like, there's, like, nothing indie or cool about her at all. She's of course not. Pop basically means popular. She's, she's mass appeal. And by the way, we're all marks. If you think that this relationship was real... Every commercial break is promoting her movie or something. We've all got got. 
Okay, we've all been had. This is a, this had, is a sham. I had a marketing my, relationship. Yeah, I had my ceremonial pillow to scream into when I heard the thirty-second <laughs> reference in the second quarter, and I was waiting for Tariko to, to drop some lyrics. I was going to go nuts. They had Carson Daly <laughs> came on before the oh. game just to describe to non-football fans like what was at stake, sort of, or like what the the um, history was of these two teams, which was kind of funny. There was one point where Tariko says in the second half. We're sorry we can't talk about the Taylor Swift documentary more. A football game broke out. I was mm. like, look at that. We are living a different time. Taking my football away from me. That's <laughs> yeah. what's happening. Getting uh, some, my football taken away from me. Something tells me you're going to be okay. 855-212-4CBS. Don't worry. The relationship is only going to last until that movie comes out, and then it's over. And she can go back to dating, like, pale actors who look like they have tuberculosis. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I hope Kelsey pulls a Taylor Swift on Taylor Swift. I hope he dumps her right before the playoffs start, and he pumps out the press, and the NFL press takes over the Swifty press, and he says, yeah, you know what? we got to focus on the playoffs. It was time for a, a split. How does it? How do you dump somebody in a fake relationship? I'm not even sure how this works. <laughs> yeah, your you publicist just, you, calls People Magazine you, first. You tell people to tell as many people as they can and make it look like you broke up with her. A couple of statements come out, and that's it. Okay, I'm sorry. I have many questions here. Did Jake Gyllenhaal... She, Jake Gyllenhaal broke up with her, though, right? Everyone was saying that Taylor Swift breaks up with everyone and she's going to break up with Travis. But is that really how it happens? No, I think that that's why... I, listen, Travis is getting a song about him no matter what. Definitely. So ultimately, he's going to win in this whole thing. Whether he breaks up with her or she breaks up with him, he's getting the publicity for this. He's going to get a song about him. Like, dude's fine. He doesn't have to slam dunk a, a breakup on her. I can already see it now. You're going to have a Taylor Swift lyric saying something like, you're too busy focused with your stupid little game or games, <laughs> yeah, and then all girls are going to use that on... Ex-boyfriends. Yes. You well, were too busy playing yeah. games. Welcome to your personal health. Well, no, it's a, it's a Travis Kelsey lyric when she mentions third and 12 in the middle of a song. <laughs> <laughs> and why couldn't he get open against the Jets secondary? 855-212-4CBS. Brett is in Arizona. Hey, Brett, how are you? Hey, how you guys doing? Good to hear you guys in the morning here in Arizona. We're happy to be on in the morning. We love yeah, it. I'm, I'm loving it. I, I've talked to you guys a couple times before. You guys... Nicknamed me Kangaroo Man because of the, about the oh the kangaroo truck. Yes, so oh. that's who I am, and I'm just super glad to have you guys on when I'm working. I work from three thirty a.m. till whenever I get done. I just wanted to welcome you Wait. guys to mornings and Brett. I'm happy you're around. This is so kind of you. You're the, so so cool of you to to call in, and we appreciate it. I just want to make yeah. sure I'm remembering the story right, and we can catch everyone else up. Brett, you you test drive cars for a living, right? I yeah. At the time, that's what I was doing. I'm doing a different driving job now, but at right. the time, that's what I was doing. Yep. Right. Right. It's you, like super like dangerous work. Right. You were in a gulch yeah. with a herd of kangaroos. <laughs> yes. Uh, driving <laughs> through kangaroos. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And then what <laughs> happened? Also, oh well, we we told them that you can't drive trucks like that because you're going to break them. That's what. <laughs> Yeah, right, 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 right. Okay. Now yeah. it's all coming back. Was there something about yeah. the kangaroos that we had gotten wrong? No, no. It was, they were kangaroo hunters that were breaking our trucks. Yes. And they were oh. complaining about it. And then yes. they found out they were driving across riverbeds at 50 miles an hour, and that's going to break your truck, typically. Yeah. It's so. like, come on, yahoos. Get it together. You can't is go this, kangaroo hunting in that. Is this legal kangaroo hunting, or is, were these poachers? Yes, it's it's legal in, in Australia, and yep. But I also 
wanted to say, Maggie. Yeah. I appreciate you standing up for my Cardinals. Hey, dangerous team right now. Not so much in they the win-loss crappy, column, but a little dangerous. And they already they already beat the Cowgirls, so that made, that's the whole uh-huh. season made for me now. <sighs> right, you can rest easy. Hey, great to hear from you. Stay safe out there in, in yeah. whatever, test driving, different car, different okay. car job now. Thank uh, you, Brett. Avoid the kangaroos <laughs> in Arizona. <laughs> can you imagine... Like, I know it's different customs in different places in the world, but if you sat down, you were eating a steak, and someone's like, actually, that's kangaroo meat. I'm sure that happens. You think we're accidentally eating kangaroo meat? No, no, I think you could go to a restaurant that serves game meat. I'm sure they have kangaroo. I'm sure it's delicious. Delicious. I like, like, it's called game meat, right? Game meat. I like like, pearl off some big hunter. (laughs) No, 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 but I'll go to restaurants where they serve it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, like I like venison. I like bison. I mean, you I don't eat alligator too. Oh yeah, I've had a barbecued alligator down at a really good barbecue place. It's very tangy. Have you ever had it? It tastes like fish a little bit. I once had a deep fried piece of alligator in New Orleans, yeah. and I couldn't tell what it is. Like you deep fry anything, you can deep fry my shoe and put dressing on it, and I'll eat it. But this is what I can't get over. Perloff likes is a more. I'm a pretty adventurous eater. I think yeah. we both love food. We both live to eat. Were those kind of people, but you're okay with, I couldn't eat like alligator, like with the head on. Oh yeah. And like the arms. Ugh. Oh, I've, I've had some really, really well done at like award winning barbecue places, alligator. And if it's done right, it's really good. But it, I'm telling you, it's very, very gamey. Like at an LSU tailgate what about type of thing. When you go to a restaurant and they bring the entire fish head out. Anybody have a problem with that? Uh, I don't not, prefer it. Oh, yeah, it's not Chubs great. To, it's not great to look at. I don't like the tail either. Like you can get rid of that too. I don't need to be reminded that this thing yeah. once had a life. What about when you do a whole, uh, what was it, roasted pig? <laughs> yeah, I'm not oh, a big fan th- of those that's either. That's the best food in the world. It a, is. A pig roast done well is number one. But you get to see that, like, you literally look at its face. Yeah. It's dead face. I was well, once at a pig roast, uh, and they cut the ear off and gave it to a little kid, and he was, like, running around yeah. with it. Where like, do you think hamburgers come from, people? What, so if, as long as you don't see the face, you, yes. you don't remember that you're eating an animal that once lived and breathed this on this earth? is the best part about living in the year 2023 and before, in this time. I don't have to think about where my food comes from. When like, you have this a, is great. Yeah, I mean, listen, if you really want to go down that road, think I about don't. where chicken breast comes from <laughs> and what's happening to this. those chickens on those farms. No, but I just got an air fryer. <laughs> wow, life-changing. Yeah, I'm, I'm very curious about that. You got to get on. Speaking of Brett's frisky Cardinals real quick. Yes. Guess the spread next week at home against Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Get Ooh. out of think here. they win that game? But there's no, the Cardinals are favored in that game? No. no. I was going to say that. Is it only, I'm saying, what do you think the spread is? I say Cardinals plus three and a half. The same plus four. Three. Bengals are given four points. Uh, those uniforms on the Cardinals on Sunday, the old school white with yep. the re- that was fire. Not to be the uniform guy, but I really appreciated that. I love the Card. I'm in on the Cardinals too. Josh Jobs is a great story and a very cool guy. I, I hope that they win. Yes, you're going to get to know something about Andrew Perloff on the show. Just Perloff loves backup quarterbacks. Yeah. I know Josh Jobs is a starter now, but as a starter, they don't even sell his jersey in the team store. Perloff loves backup. Well, I love, and I have a reason for everyone. Josh Jobs is the biggest nerd in the entire NFL. He's a rocket scientist. This speaks to you. Yeah. Oh, he is. He's a genius. Uh, He's awesome. 
He's basically winning games with his math power. <laughs> yes. This is this is his secret sauce. He can outmath everybody. But how come Ryan Fitzpatrick didn't win more games then? Ryan Fitzpatrick did pretty good for an undrafted free agent out of Harvard. He won a lot of games. Yes, you're he won find some games for the Bills. Perloff, yeah, they gave him $50 million. Dumb. <laughs> do you, do you, you will find Perloff has a soft spot for all smart people. Yeah, you must have been depressed to see the Red Rifle go back on the bench this weekend. Yeah. Depressed. And how many uh, touchdowns did the Carolina offense score with Bryce Young? Uh, that'd be a zero. Yeah, the only touchdown they scored was that pick six. I know. I don't. The Panthers. I don't understand why they're tanking because they gave up their draft pick. So obviously, Andy Dalton is a much better quarterback right now than Bryce Young. And that's not even to say Andy Dalton's great. Bryce Young's not ready, and he's going to get clobbered. This is why I was a big fan of Bryce Young at Alabama, but he would not have been my pick number one. I maintained that through the whole draft process. Meanwhile, I know Anthony Richardson has gotten hurt with a concussion. Did you see Richardson yesterday uh-huh. and C.J. Stroud? These guys look good, and Bryce Young looks lost out there. Well, it's tough. The Panthers' talent around him, yes, Adam thanks. Thielen being your best receiver, yeah, it's tough. they did not build an offense that he's going to thrive in. I, I'm not sure he looks lost, but he. I worry about the hits, and I just don't understand where you're going. You gave up your first-round pick. What if it becomes a number three pick and the Bears end up getting a quarterback and a great receiver? It works out for Chicago. I know Chicago fans are so depressed right now, but we'll get to Caleb Williams later. Ooh. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. (laughs) We're back on Maggie and Burlop. I'm just wowing the room with my betting expertise on my how sure I was that USC Colorado was going to hit the under of 74 <laughs> points. I'm like, how are two teams going to score 74 points? I think they hit the over before the fourth quarter Yeah, it was started. practically halftime. I'm like, wait, what's <laughs> happening here? 74 was not enough. They should have made it 94. That was oh, wild. well. That was wild. And uh, we'll get more into uh, Deion Sanders, what he had to say after the game. It is Maggie Perloff, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. It's our first show here in the morning show on CBS Sports Radio. You're going to learn that we love Deion Sanders. At least we love talking about him, and we generally do it every day. We'll get to that after headlines with Andrew Bogus, who's good enough to join us now. Hey, Bogues, before you get started on your headlines. Yeah. Okay, is this something that we should, like, make note of from now to forever? This is your tweet from yesterday about the celebrities who are at the Jets-Chiefs games. He said, at least mention that Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively are there too, and Blake Lively. 
Do you have a Blake yeah. Lively thing that we should be aware of? Uh, why wouldn't anyone have a Blake Lively <laughs> thing? Is would be my follow up question to that. Um, and again, it's just like a it's like a political ad, Maggie. Equal time. You yeah. want to give me Travis Kelsey <laughs> and Taylor Swift? That's fine. But at least mention that we've got Reynolds and Blake Lively. I think Hugh Jackman was there last yeah. night. Sophie Turner was there. Yeah. Sansa Stark. Yeah. You got to mention everybody. I understand Taylor's the headliner. But the supporting cast was pretty special last night there, too. You know, I love that you're taking up this cause. This is like trying to save the whales or something. You yeah. really – we got we to make sure Blake Lively gets enough air Wait, time. Like, well, like, like the cameras yes. aren't going to find her. Bogus, do you have a type? Or do you like tall, gorgeous blondes? Is that your <laughs> thing? I mean, uh, I prefer not tall since I'm not tall, but the gorgeous blonde <laughs> thing is a good start, yes. I love that Bogues loves Blake Lively because I was – like I remember watching her and Accepted, and I fell in love, and I was like – 12. So have you guys she's ever pretty se- near bogus in age. You guys ever seen the one where she's on the rock and the shark is circling her? I'm upset. Yeah, that's yeah. another thing the audience should know. I'm obsessed with sharks. Blake yes. Lively's in one of the scariest shark movies of all time. Wait, is that the one where they go scuba diving and the boat leaves them? No, no, no. no, no. That's a different one. That's, uh, what, what is it commercial for? What's that? Is it a commercial or a movie? It's a movie. Oh. It's a movie, yeah. Yeah, Bogus saw it. He's seen all the Blake Lively work. Gossip Girl. I don't know. We learned something new about Bogus. Blake Lively. She was jumping up and down so much that her top, she almost came out of her top, let's put it that way, and had to hold on for dear life. Yeah, it's so. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure right now every man's Googling this as I speak, but yeah. It's so weird. Describe. I can't. can't. (laughs) Wait, let me get the name again. Yeah, right. How do you spell Lively? (laughs) Hugh Jackman and Ryle Reynolds had a bro date at the football game, and they coincidentally have a a big blockbuster movie coming out. (laughs) It's almost as if they were there in a promotional sense, or am I imagining that? (laughs) But but you're the one telling me about them in a movie. I didn't know that until you brought it up because NBC didn't tell us they were there last night. Oh, yeah, because they didn't have paid commercial like Taylor Swift. Yeah. The other part, too, a little surprised. They all had to go through the metal detector. I was a little surprised by that. I just assume that famous people don't have to do anything. Uh, Like, I don't think they believe that they're trying to bring contraband into MetLife Stadium. Maybe it's not on. Maybe it's all for show. <laughs> yeah. Well, think about this. It. If you're a metal detector guy and Taylor Swift walks in. You're like, I'm going to need you, that coat off. Yeah, I'm going to need that coat <laughs> off. I it's think like, we figured it out, Maggie. Yeah, it's like, why do I have to take my shoes off? Um, I found an article, by the way, with the Blake Lively jumping up and down. Not cool to do to me at uh, this early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, and, she, and she knows it's happening. She covers yes. up. There's not. We'll find a cold shower for you around here somewhere. All right, Bogish, what do you have for us for headlines? Uh, let's say Patrick Mahomes threw two and a half picks on Sunday football. <laughs> the first two helped the Jets race a 17 nothing hole. The last one came late in the fourth with Casey trying to put the game away, but there was a flag on the play. Shockingly, Andy Reid agreed with the call. Listen, I thought it was a hole. I've, I've got to go back and look at the, the tape on it. He was on the other side of the field, but um, they're aggressive. And so they're going to get a couple of those. The call went against Sauce Gardner. Wait, wait, Real wait. frustrating. I ain't even going to lie. You know, uh, like I said, if, if you really going to call home, call it call it early. Don't wait till after you see MC pick the ball off to throw the flag. Bogus, what about the safety on Jawan Taylor when he grabbed his face mask at the one-yard line and they yeah. said – 
everybody, including Taylor Swift and Blake Lively, knew that was not a safety. <laughs> that should have been at the one-yard line. And they, they're like, it's 17 nothing. we got to make this a game. It's not like they didn't throw a million flags against the Chiefs, too. Do not present this biased report saying that the Chiefs <laughs> got lucky here because there were a million calls against them. The Chiefs did get lucky on that particular call. They also got lucky when no one called holding on that third and 22 Mahomes run, which helped him run for 25 yards. That's true. And the first and it probably, in the end, maybe broke even, but that play might have changed the game back into the Jets' favor. Again, it was a hold on Gardner. Drive continued. Chiefs get the final seven-plus minutes off the clock after Zach Wilson fumbled the snap. They win 23-20, and that's three in a row now for the Chiefs. The Eagles are 4-0, gift-wrapped a 34-31 OT win <laughs> over the Commanders because Ron Rivera didn't go for the winning two-point conversion after oh. his team scored on the final play of regulation. <laughs> oh. They were, they were gassed. They, they really were. I mean, it was a long-ass drive. They, they were hurrying. They are hustling. Um, you know, uh, I really thought, you know, we, we, got, we had the chance. You know, and and that's too bad. So Wait, they got I, the ball. No, uh, please go ahead. So you know, riverboat Ron, right? This is always thing right. that Ron Ron Rivera, riverboat guy. I've seen him, by the way, and we all have seen him go for two against the New York Giants in a divisional game two seasons ago with no time left on the clock, and they end up not getting it, right. and they ended up losing. We know that he's willing to take these kinds of risks. I know what this is. This is. Commanders keep kind of like coming back in these games. I think maybe Rivera sees the enemy behind him and is like, oh man, if they fire me, they have someone. Jack Del Rio's not taken over as head coach on the defensive side, <laughs> but Eric Bieniemy might actually be a future head coach. And I think he's trying to play a little more conservative and try to win the game because this is not Ron Rivera, right? He always goes for it. I mean, if anyone was going to go for it in that situation, to me, that's a that's almost a guaranteed two-point conversion try. You're on the road. You're the underdog. You're yep. coming from behind. It's the last play regulation. Every coach goes for two there, and then he didn't. I may, Maybe you're right, but it, it was not the right call in my mind. Wait a second here. Wait, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. So basically, you're saying the commanders handed the win to the Eagles. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. I don't know they convert the two, but they should have gone for the win there, and they didn't, so shame on them. So the Jets lose, but sort of in your mind won, and you haven't even said it yet, but Colorado somehow won by losing 48-41. to What happened to the standings? 4-0 and is 4-0. and There's two undefeated teams, and Philadelphia is one of them. That's the bottom line. Okay. I don't care how they got there. They're 4-0, and bogus. Perloff gets up in arms real quick okay. about the birds. I think, yes, you're going to find this, that Perloff loves his Eagles. However, I do believe it was Andrew Perloff quoting someone on social media last night when he said, Jalen Hurts isn't running because all right. there's all that gold in his pockets. Uh. <laughs> was that not you saying you think you agree with that? There we, okay, so Hertz is down to 3.3 yards per carry from 4.6 last year and like 5.6 the year before. There is There are some reasons. It's partly because of the brotherly shove is killing his rushing stats. But there was a play last night where he was out in space with a linebacker. And instead of outrunning him like he's always done, he just went straight to the ground. I'm like, oh, that dude got paid. He's, which makes me actually, I'm not scared of that. Because come playoff time, he's going to run again, just like Patrick Mahomes did last night, and the Eagles are going to be fine. But right now, he's like, I'm not putting my body out there. I got plenty of cash. Listen, Bogus, we get back in a second. Last thing on the Eagles, I think everyone else who's not an Eagles fan, which is all of the rest of us, a little bit happy they finally got a penalty on that stupid brotherly push, yes. tush push, whatever, tush push, whatever you want to call it. Finally, 
that play didn't work for them for once. Wow. Then they, did, then they did a fake where Hertz ran around the end. I know it's annoying, but they used it about 10 times yesterday. It's not going anywhere. Uh, and the brotherly shove is such a great name. I don't know who came up with it, but it feels like that's now part of the NFL lexicon. Why every team doesn't do it, I don't understand. Bogues, what yeah, else you got the for thing, us? Right? How do they? Why does it, everyone's got basically the same personnel? Five or six fat guys and a quarterback needs to fall <laughs> forward and a running back with arms to push him. <laughs> Everyone should be doing this. I don't understand why they're the the clubhouse leaders in this category. Right, Josh Allen, Maggie's quarterback. I'm begging for the Bills to do this. Yeah. Begging right. them. Well, Staley tried it, and I don't know, it wasn't Ugh. the push, but you you got to dive down. No. Like, J- Justin Herbert stood straight up and got clocked. Well, this is why Brandon Staley stinks, is because, of course, you could do a quarterback sneak, but not when Justin Herbert just hurt yeah. his hand, non-throwing hand, but he's got a glove on it. He was in the tent for like 10 minutes. Maybe that's not the time to do the quarterback sneak. Well, you know, it's funny. The, the commanders tried it, too. Logan Thomas went under center, the tight end, former quarterback. And he stood straight up, so he had a target, and he did not get it. Jalen Hurts goes low, and also Jalen Hurts can squat seven hundred pounds. Yeah. So I do. Th- I'm not sure, Bogus. <laughs> everyone has the same exact personnel, and Jason Kelsey's one of the great centers, yeah, of all time. So I'm not sure everyone can do it, but I do think everyone's going to start trying it. Because yeah. why not? And the Eagles fall start on every play, but they don't get called. Lane so. Johnson, mm-hmm. I don't understand it. Just gets a one second jump. Like the NFL said, you know what? You've been around a long time. You're good. Just. Start early. Okay, enough Eagles talk. Let's move on. <laughs> well, I should say that they did win, air quotes, uh, 34 <laughs> on a 54-yard field goal. It was 51 yards with 146 left from Will Lutt. The Broncos getting their first win, 31-28 in Chicago. And as expected, the Buccaneers atop the NFC South <laughs> after September 3-1, and a 26-9 win in New Orleans. The Texas Rangers spent 159 days atop the AL West but don't actually win the division. They lost in Seattle yesterday 1-0, while the Astros dumped Arizona 8-1. Poor Bruce Bochia Sarsaparilla. It's good to be here. Sure, you want to get greedy and win this last one, but like I said, uh, we just couldn't find a way to win today. So Houston wins the division. The Rangers end up the 5 c have to play a wildcard series in Tampa Bay. Now that Rangers-Mariners game began with Seattle righty George Kirby throwing a knuckleball to honor Tim Wakefield, the Red Mm. Sox favorite, passing away at just 57 after battling brain cancer. From Milwaukee to Portland, now to Boston, Drew Holiday traded to the Celtics from Malcolm Brogdon, Robert Williams, and two future number ones. WNBA semifinals, the Liberty closed out the sum, 87-84 in Game 4 in Connecticut. Game 1 of the finals is Sunday in Vegas. And Kevin Harvick lost the NASCAR Cup race to Talladega by .012 seconds to Ryan Blaney. Then he got DQ'd for loose windshield fasteners. Blaney, meanwhile, qualifies for round two of the postseason. Guys, back to you. Not to be a name dropper, but you're talking about Ryan Blaney, right, folks? Yeah. Yeah. I once got to ride in a, like a car with him, like going around the track at Homestead. I know. Hold for applause, everyone. I was a Wait, passenger you- in the car, and he was going like 100 and he was doing like 170 in like a Ford. Oh. And I've never been more scared in my life. <laughs> and he then started driving with just one hand. And I was like, I think, <laughs> I think I'm going to lose it. And it was very scary. But he was very in control. And that's yeah, my story. Yeah, I think. 170. That's nothing. 
It was like in a pickup truck, though. We were doing some oh, promotional thing for Ford at the time. It wasn't like in a race car. It was in a regular car. Were you wearing a seatbelt? I was. I think I was wearing two. <laughs> I was also wearing a diaper because I was very, very, very nervous about that. is brought to you by Wesley Financial. If you're stuck in a timeshare and want out, contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. Daily. Do you believe in that? Dion. You believe in that? Listen, Dion's one of the biggest stories in sports, if not the biggest. So we like to lean into things around here in the Maggie and Perloff show. So we do... A segment called Daily Dion will get you updated on all the latest. Today's comes from post-game, off Saturday afternoon. Yeah, early afternoon. Early afternoon. In Boulder, In Colorado. <laughs> Colorado loses to USC. One score game. Ah, uh, sort of. Here was Dion in his press conference. A wonderful win. <laughs> I'm joking. joking. Uh, wonderful game. Played our hearts out. I just addressed the team and told them that I love each and every one of them, and coaches included. Wonderful win. Yeah. <laughs> they lost 48-41 to USC. Well, obviously he's joking, but I think that joke speaks to something that is really essential to this whole Dion story. Like, just the fact that everyone is treating Colorado like they're the number one team in college football. There's a delusion around all this. Dion has created this fervor that even a loss to USC is like a win, which I think must annoy some people. It has to. Well, it might annoy USC. Uh, They were the actual winners of the game, but I think Dion was was right in this sense. I know it was a loss, but it did almost feel like a win because they got so blown out by Oregon right. the week before. You're wondering, is this going to be like a Bishop Sycamore situation and they're going to get killed by USC? And that didn't happen at all. Well, they ended so up coming it. back in the second half. They hung with them. They got a crucial score before halftime, and then it was a game in the second half. Okay, well, their offense moved the ball well. Uh, but they were down 34-7 and 41-14. I mean, this was kind of a blowout where USC, whose defense is already shaky, went into yeah. full prevent. The safeties moved way back and said, go ahead, move the ball. We don't care. We're up by a million points. So it's a lot like the Jets game. I honestly think that USC took their foot off the gas, and Colorado's offense is good. They can move the ball. Now, listen, Colorado was down Travis Hunter, who's probably the best cornerback in the country. might have actually made a difference in this game. Definitely. Would and not have made a difference in the Oregon game. And Shiloh Sanders. So yeah. their secondary was depleted. And obviously USC and Caleb Williams, they're all they everything so quarterback, good. can move the ball at will. I don't think that's the game was anywhere near that score. I do think that there is going to be at some point, and maybe I'm leading it right now, there's going to be some backlash against Deion Sanders and stuff because everyone's like, oh, this is great. Like, he came close to winning. Like, oh, this is great. Like, there are all these celebrities here. It just feels like Dion's created all this hype, and now they really have to deliver something on the field. And a close loss is what they're delivering, dude. They did deliver. I mean, you they have lost. USC was a top five in some polls, was like a top five uh, team going into this did game. You, when it was thirty-four-seven, when you were watching it, did you say, "Oh my gosh, Colorado's delivering"? 
No, but the fact that they did actually come back and if maybe they had managed the game actually a little bit better down the stretch, perhaps we're talking about something even a little bit more exciting. I think the fact that they didn't get blown out, they made it competitive and came back against all odds actually does be a, that is a feather in the cap for Dion. That is a reason to get excited here. And listen, we've been talking about Taylor Swift and Blake Lively and all these people at the Jets game. Everyone loves when celebrities are at games. This is fun. We don't love it jammed down our throats necessarily, but we do like it when stars show up at games. Like that's a positive for Dion that he gets all these big time athletes and people at the games. So that's that's great. What are we doing as a sporting public when we're rewarding losses and be like, you don't get points for having celebrities in the stands. I I honestly feel this is starting to verge on craziness. All this focus on celebrity. Honestly, George is about to three-peat. Caleb Williams is about to be the first two-time Heisman winner. And here we're talking about the fact that Terrell Owens was on the sideline <laughs> rooting for Colorado. Is that tie-dye he was wearing? I, I love I don't that know sweatshirt, that. by the way. Cool I, I really want a hold of that. But I, I think that this all this hype is just hype. Okay. It's not real. No, this is, this is why it actually is real, is because Colorado was a one-win team last year. And it's already flipped, even though their record is now three and two. Okay, you get hammered by Oregon, but you hang with USC, who, according to the polls, is better than Oregon. That is an ink. That's an upgrade. You just got yourself. You made yourself better from one week to the next. You've shown that you can actually hang with a big team when we weren't sure about that after or after the Oregon game. So yeah, you do get a little moral victory here. I think it's okay. Yeah, it's okay, but. The way, first of all, Gus Johnson was ridiculous. The Fox broadcaster, it <laughs> basically was rooting against USC. Like, <laughs> I understand you can root for Dion in Colorado. I just think the fact that Dion is convincing people that a loss is actually a win is where we are right now. It's it's all gotten a little out of control. It, I mean, listen, I love that celebrities are there. I love how talented Shador Sanders is yep. at quarterback. He is so fun to watch. I love that Dion is obviously doing a fantastic job coaching. But can we have some reality here? Can we reward the best teams in the country, the teams that win? Okay, well, when Georgia, first of all, was a little closer against Auburn. Yeah, than that was, thought ugly. It was, that be. was ugly. But it's it's this is the more new, interesting thing. Speaking of uh, Shador Sanders and trying to convince, you know, uh, and, and watching Shador, Dion is in like an open campaign to keep his son at Colorado yeah. and away from the NFL draft. This was Dion. Pete, if we can play cut 12, this was Dion who's talking basically to his son about this is why you got to stay at Colorado. If you can't see what's coming with CU football, you've lost your mind. You're just a flat-out hater. If you can't see what's going on and what's going to transpire over the next several months, something's wrong with you. This is what he was basically saying to Shador. I uh, so wait. <laughs> That actual cut, was he talking about Shador when he said that? Yeah, so he was saying that, you know, this is why we're, he said, we're getting calls from receivers all around the country who want to come here and play. He goes, and that's why I'm telling Shador, this is why you got to stick around because we're going to be even better and we've got, we're going to have this great offense. Can he say that around the dinner table? Why does he have to say (laughs) that to the press? You got to apply pressure. I have the quarterback for Dion. If Shador does go to the pros, which I would understand too, there's big money. Malik Murphy, the backup of Texas. Can you imagine when he's at Colorado next year? It is going to be. But <laughs> a Dion, lot of kids are going to want to. One thing home. I okay, so I am saying Dion in Colorado is overhyped. I and I stick to that. I believe it. But when he says get us now, I totally believe that too. Because once he has time to build some depth there, I mean they're going to be elite and they're going to kill the Big Twelve. Okay, I. I do believe in the get us now. The one thing about Dion that I'm just not sure is how long does he actually stay at Colorado? Because 
I don't know if it's going to be the NFL. He's said so many times, no, no, no to the NFL. Um, but another college program, I mean, someone who could throw insane amounts of money at him. I think that, first of all, Colorado can will pay up. Because they're probably making money off of this. So they can probably afford to pay more. I think Colorado has proved to be a great place. The celebrities love going to Boulder. It's sort of a celebrity town, you know, that whole Aspen thing or whatever. There's a lot of money there. There's a lot of Hollywood connections to Colorado. And obviously all the stars will come there. Also, competitively, they're going to the Big 12 next year. They're not going to have to face USC and Oregon. They're going to have to face Kansas State and Kansas. USC and Oregon are going to the Big 10. Yeah, that's oh, that's a good point. There is they're not gonna have to face anybody in the Pac-12. <laughs> yeah, no, Pac-12 <laughs> right. doesn't exist anymore. But I sadly. do think they're in great position to make the playoff every year out of the Big Twelve. I think he's proven Colorado. He likes the cowboy hat and sunglasses. Well, I think now Florida lost to Kentucky the other day. By the way, Kentucky and Duke being good at football is really weird. Yeah. But uh, Florida lost, so maybe Florida opens up, and maybe because it's his home state, that's an exception. But I can't see a place where he's better positioned to win than Colorado. I think he's going to be great there. Yeah, I just think all options have to be open when you're talking about Dion because who knows what his next move is. By the way, how does Florida lose to a quarterback that went 9 for 20 for 69 yards for the oh, game? Because they they had a running back, back went yeah. for 280. I know, but I just I in this day and age, a quarterback goes 9 for 20 for 69 yards and you Win the game. He could honestly, uh, you know, I'm a big Devin Leary fan. He couldn't, there was no passing situations because the running back was just running it right down their throat the whole time. When would he have dropped back and thrown the ball? Uh, YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio is where you can watch the show. The Weedos and the Coffee Drinkers, they used to be Purple Drinkers when we were in the afternoon. Coffee seems more appropriate now. Uh, Our pal Jay in Alabama said, Perloff, Colorado is America's team now. Oh, well, he's a Cowboys fan, so he would think <laughs> the two seem connected. Teams built on hype and cowboy hats. <laughs> and being interesting, yeah, Pat? Yeah, I was going to say, college football is not like the NFL, where even though you know, now the Cowboys are questionably America's team anymore, there's no college football team that's America's team. I think because- Colorado's pretty damn close. I think Jay's right. I, I, you, honestly, you guys, how are you going to root for the Buffs when the Final Four is on and they're not there? Well, we'll cross that bridge. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.